Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life, life, life. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show, everyone. Byron here with Dr. Hallowell. Doctor, welcome. Nice to be with you. Thanks for being on the show today. I'll call you Ned if that's okay from here on in. Okay with you? Yes, absolutely. We need to pay respect to that fine graduate degree that you earned for doctor, though. I am I utmost respect for that. <laughs> it's a, it's, yes, it's an MD, not a PhD. So that, that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> um so let's see, you wrote a wonderful book called Driven to Distraction at Work, which I'm guessing a lot of people can relate to that are on the listening in today. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the, the experience you had and why you wanted to publish a book on this particular topic. Well, you know, I come at it as an expert in attention deficit disorder, and all of a sudden over the past 10 years, lots of people were coming to me thinking they had attention deficit disorder when really what they had was a severe case of modern life. They were just overstretched, overcommitted, too many interruptions, too many obligations. And so I, I coined the term attention deficit trait, and I, yeah. I, thought I thought I'd write a book about it. Terrific. And in, in general, it, are these problems that we learn through our lives as far as being distracted at work? Tell us the root of what you see the problem is that you've, that you've written a wonderful book about. Well, the root of the problem is is we've given away control uh, without without meaning to. We've we've given away control to uh, uh, other people, other electronic devices. We're we're allowing ourselves to be uh, seduced by many forms of stimulation, uh, so that we're not uh, necessarily staying on task the way we, we would really intend to. What is our biggest distraction in the workplace? Well, there's a myriad of them, but I suppose anything with the screen, you know, the the laptop, the iPhone, and then and then of course people knocking on the door, the telephone, any any access to you, any electronic access to you, you know, it it's funny you ask someone where do you do your best thinking, rarely do they say at work. <laughs> most common answer. The most common answer is in the shower, you know, uh, because we've we've just allowed the workplace to become this hubbub of, of interruption. You've been featured on twenty twenty sixty minutes Oprah, PBS, CNN, the Today Show. I mean, just an unbelievable list here of places um, that you've had a chance to talk about. When you've spoken, um, in, in for these so many different audiences, what? Do you, what has been most interesting to you about what people want to know about this topic? Are they do they genuinely want to get better at productivity in the workplace, or are they just fascinated with why they're so unproductive? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, they, they want to get better. They're very frustrated, and they you know they're sort of sheepish. You know, I I describe the problem, and almost no one uh, doesn't identify with it. You know, regardless of uh, income, IQ. Has nothing to do with that. It's it's simply we're we're all susceptible to it. We all fall into the trap, 
And most people sort of say, but I'm, I'm, I'm helpless. I can't do anything about it. And that's where I step in because there's a lot you can do about it. Hmm. <clears throat> do you think that there's, there are, are, are sort of uh, problems with particular groups of people, for example, or millennials, uh, you know, more inclined to be less productive? <laughs> Um, no, I think I think this really uh, covers every generation. You know, any, it does. Anyone, anyone who has a, has access to uh, any electronic device, and that's pretty much everyone. Mm-hmm. Where do you think we need to begin to clean up the problems and and, and follow down the right path? Well, the, the solution is simple: take back control. It's just hard to do. It's like saying quit smoking, uh, because mm-hmm. these things do have a have an addictive quality to them. Uh, you know, say take back control. Okay, well, it's hard to do. So you have to come up with. You have to sort of outsmart yourself. You know, don't don't have your iPhone next to your bed, or don't have your laptop right in front of you uh, on your desk at work. Uh, reserve time for thinking. You know, just setting aside uh, a few hours for thinking. You know, could, can make a big difference. Um, you know, uh, but you have to be intentional about it. I mean, that that's the that's the key. If you're intentional about it, you can do it. But if you just leave it to you know the the zeitgeist, the drift of the times, uh, your your time will be taken from you. One of my first rules of modern life: if you don't take your time, it will be taken from you. You can <laughs> you can bet on it. Hmm. The, the fears of your time and attention are are many 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 and uh, and and very clever. You've authored 18 books on various psychological topics. Why is change so hard when we know that there is a better path? Why is change so difficult for us? Well, we're, we're creatures of habit, you know, and uh, we get stuck in a certain pattern, and it's just it's very hard to change it. it it's, a, it's a fact. Even, even things that we know we should change, we, we tend not to. Uh, obvious ones, overspending, uh, the habit of overspending, or overeating, or, uh, you know, uh, uh, drinking too much. I mean, these are habits that take, have physical uh, pulls in them, and, and, and the, this habit of being distracted also, you, you become, if not addicted, at least ha- strongly habituated, you know, to, to the devices. Hmm. What's the effect on on employers and uh, in business in general, these bad habits that we've developed. Well, employers are part of the problem because they 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 think that it's oh it's great I can have instant access to all my people via an iPhone uh, via an iPhone and, and texting and emailing and that's terrible. You've got to give them permission to protect their time. You've got to give them permission to be unavailable. Uh, you know, it wasn't so long ago that you couldn't reach people instantly. Well, now that you can, that doesn't mean you should. In fact, you shouldn't. Uh, the wise employer uh, uh, allows protected time for the people who work for him. Can you explain what's happening to us from a psychological perspective with this thirst we have for something happening on Facebook that we might be missing or... Gee, I better check my email every five minutes to see if somebody emailed me. What is this thirst problem we have? Well, well, there's there's something irresistible about an unopened message. You know, when the mail used to come once or twice a day, we'd rush to get the mail. Well, now that it comes once or twice a second, we're still rushing to get the mail. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's clogging the airways. It's clogging our lives. We're 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 rushing. 
uh, to get messages that have very little value or import. And as a result, we're letting the important stuff, be it work or relationships, kind of languish. This doesn't only impinge on productivity, it impinges on relationships. Well, we have some problems with the power of the mind here, as you talk about in the book. Could you explain that a little bit and in, in how we're really not harnessing the power of the mind with all these distractions around us? And what well, Exactly. When you, when you go fast and you're processing a gazillion data points, it's impossible to go deep. Uh, the, the faster you go, the harder it is to go deep. So what we're doing is we're getting sort of an, a superficialization of life. Lots and lots and lots of data points, lots and lots and lots of messages, lots and lots and lots of projects, but not too much depth to any of them. And, and that's, that's a big price. You, 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 you'd much rather have a few deep relationships, you know, than 35,000 uh, followers on Twitter or something. I want to talk about another problem other than just technology and that I'm uh -huh. seeing in the workplace and then to get your take on this. So, um, you know, obviously I, I am the CEO of a, of a company. Um, I, I tend to get passionate about things. I'll talk like for long periods of time, sometimes 10 or 15 minutes explaining a concept or a theory or somebody and getting all excited about it. And what I often see with my employees is this glaze. You know, yes. it's like glaze. Well, they're not really listening to me. They're, they're, they're kind of listening. I hope they're listening, but mm -hmm. it's a glaze, right? What's really happening there in that glaze? What is it about, you know, and, and often these are younger employees, and I, to your point, maybe that's not, that doesn't matter, but, you know, uh, what's really happening there? Are they tuned out? Am I not entertaining enough? What, what it is. Is it what's happening with the with the conversation? What am I doing wrong, or what's happening that is that is a problem? There, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. They're just falling into sort of this habit of of paying what Linda Stone once called continuous partial attention. They, they don't pay full attention to anything, and that glaze is sort of a part of their mind going elsewhere. They're allowing your words to pass through their you know sensorium. But they're not doing much with them. They're not interacting. They're not actively listening. They're passively listening, and that's what that glaze is. It's a, it's a, it, it, by the way, if you want to combat that, ask questions. Yeah. Uh, rather than give a lecture, uh, ask questions, because then there, it, but when you make it interactive, the, you'll, the glaze will disappear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, those are, those are habits, of course, that you pick up. In, in actual lecture halls where you're sort of listening to the right. <laughs> professor, but you also have a lot in your mind, and, you know, so there's other things going on. Right. Um, so what do we do to solve these problems, you know, tactically? What, 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 what do we need to do? I mean, and we know how hard it is to turn things off. Right. Um, but give us the good news with what, what we might expect if we do make some changes and what we should try to take some baby steps on. Yeah, if, if, you, if you begin to take back control, if you reserve time for thinking, if you become an active listener, if you uh, ask people questions and don't just, you know, passively absorb, 
what you'll find, not only do you become more productive, but you, you enjoy life more. You, you begin to, you know, really tune in as opposed to tuning out. You, you, you begin to get into the depth of a subject or a person instead of just, just skimming along the surface. So life becomes richer, you become more productive, uh, and you become happier. You know, so it's a win-win-win, and the great thing is, it's right there, readily available. You you don't have to pay a fee. You know, this is something that's uh, that's that's free, and and anybody can start to enact, and the results are immediate. I want you after the break to to describe to us a little bit about what somebody feels like when they do take control back. Let's take a break, everybody. Just back in just a minute. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. We're back with Ned. Ned, thanks so much for being here today. Sure. So, when in your experience, 
give us some examples of how people have taken their lives back and what that feels like to them and what what they had to change to get there. Well, they they, they simply had to modify uh, some habits, uh, you know, reduce what I call screen sucking, the amount of time you spend glomped onto a screen, and increase the amount of time uh, in direct conversation, not texting, direct conversation or reading, or the dying art of thinking, you know, and, and as you increase uh, these uh, far more uh, rich and complex uh, ways of deploying your attention and reduce these sort of vapid uh, screen-sucking habits, you'll, you'll find that you, you truly feel as if you're a new person. You're livelier. You're, your mind is more active. You're more inquisitive. You're curious. You're, uh, and, and as I say, you come up with more ideas, and, and your relationships deepen. It's, it's a tremendously satisfying experience. And, and it's one that anyone can have. You, know, the, the, this, the, you don't have to wait um, or read a book or pay a fee, although I, I hope you'll read my book, but you don't have to. This concept of, of creating more ideas and feeling more empowered, do you think companies do a good job of rewarding companies that, that think of good ideas to make the company better? Well, the marketplace takes care of that, you know, and, and uh, uh, I'll give you an example of AOL, Tim Armstrong, the CEO, uh, mandated a policy that he calls 10% think time, and he required, he required all his executives to spend 10% of their week just thinking, and he said the, the change in productivity was, was dramatic. Uh, and, you know, he says the companies that do this will have a major competitive advantage in, in the coming years. How was that? think time, how did it manifest itself in terms of being more productive? Did it manifest itself in terms of profitability or better work well, attitude? Profitability work for sure, but he said the, the first thing he noticed, people didn't come to him with sort of half-baked ideas. He said people used to bounce into his office with this great idea they just had, and within 30 seconds he could pump it full of holes because they hadn't thought it through. And he said mm -hmm. when, he when he instituted this, people actually sat down and thought through the ideas and found the obvious flaws and took care of them. And, and so people were coming to him with proposals that were, that were well thought out and well planned instead of just sort of, you know, plucked fr fresh from the brain with no, with no editing or, or revision. Uh, and he said, of course, then that does lead to increased profit and, and uh, uh, all, all good things that happen. How can companies reward such behavior of taking back your, your personal lives? How can they, A, recognize it and B, reward it? Uh, again, uh, uh, recognizing it is the start and reward it by, by appreciating it, by noticing it. You know, the, you know, oftentimes the best reward is not a raise in salary, it's a raise in recognition. And, and simply your supervisor saying, you know, boy, I'm noticing that you're you're thinking deeply on this project, and, and, and I can see the results of it, and, and good for you. So you, you reinforce it, you know, the supervisor reinforces it simply by noticing it. Noticing is a tremendously powerful reward, being, being noticed, because a lot of people in the workplace don't feel known. They don't feel recognized. And um, if you get in the habit of simply noticing, that can make a big difference. 
But do you want to get personal with, hey, I noticed that you don't have your cell phone in front of you when I'm talking to you anymore. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah and, then you, and you can own it yourself, too. You can say, I've been working on that myself because, you know, you, 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 you say, I, I've, I'm as much a part of this as anyone else is, and I've been, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been trying to kick the habit myself, you know, and uh, it, it is sort of like quitting smoking, you know, it, it's uh, Although you don't want to quit the cell phone, you you just want to modify your use of it. What was your take on Google Glasses, for example, where you're you're literally able to look at what's happening on your screen and also look at somebody or drive at the same time? Or, you know that project looks like it may have failed. In fact, with from I, Google's perspective, I, I hope I hope and pray it fails. You know, it, it's very <laughs> clever, and it it will yeah. be a, a nice toy. But a terrible thing to have, you know, widespread usage. I mean, can you imagine if you never had a conversation where someone wasn't also paying attention to something else? Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be a very bizarre and kind of fractured world. Mm -hmm. What do you think the extremes of our current behavior are right now? How bad can this get? Well, at its very worst, you have full-fledged addictions, and that does happen. There are inpatient treatment centers. Korea, for some reason, leads leads the world with this. They they've got a huge problem, and they have they have many inpatient units where people literally come in as if they were hooked on heroin, and they go through withdrawal the whole bit. They you know they have cravings. They become violent. Uh, physiological changes. You know, it, it's it becomes can become a, a full-blown addiction. Where you have to go through detox, and that's wow. the extreme. Or, or the other, you know, another extreme is you die in a traffic accident because you were texting while you were driving. You know, and, and uh, mm-hmm. so it can have it can have lethal consequences. It can have serious health consequences. Uh, divorce now used to be a joke, but people literally break up over uh, inability to communicate because of electronic devices. So. It's no longer a joke, and and uh, but far more common is the the milder problem of of reduced productivity and reduced uh, satisfaction in life due to um, a very distracted way of living. Do you think there'll be companies that really get radical with this and say, you know, cell phones are not allowed in the office hours from from 8 p.m. to 5 p.m. You know, you cannot check your your you, you, phones must be shut off or uh, do you think there'll ever be a company that bans email and just says we're not going to use email anymore? We're just going to go traditional, traditional letters. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I, I imagine that will happen, but I think I don't think that's the enlightened solution. I think the enlightened solution that I think companies are doing is you have an email policy. You know, when when you can and can't send email, for example, or what is the threshold for sending an email? You know, must you send an email, or might you not go to that person and speak face to face, have what I call a human moment instead of an electronic moment? To so have a, have a, have an email policy, have a policy that allows for protected time, time for thinking, so it's okay to say I'm not available between ten and eleven. Uh, you know, and and, and I think. I think that's going to become standard in companies where they they realize that they're giving away an awful lot of time by um, and attention, not just time, but uh, they're, they're diluting attention by asking people to be available uh, constantly. Are there any <clears throat> secrets that you've learned, like even games that you play with yourself, or to 
seize to take back your, your, your time and your brain power that you could pass on to, to the listeners today? I think the main one is the one I've tried to stress, that, that it's not a secret. It's just learn how to turn it off, and, and you do that by doing it. Uh, maybe make the device uh, inaccessible. Uh, also, reward yourself by having deep conversations. I mean, you know, it's my work. It's what I do all day is talk to people. But if you're not, you know, in my business, you know, try having a deep conversation. It's, it's one of life's greatest pleasures, and it's free. Uh, you know, and and you'd be, you'd be amazed what it activates in you. So, so have a lunch with someone and, and really have a deep conversation. It's 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 a lot of fun. What about lighthearted humor? Does that fit in? Two people actually smiling and laughing together and using the power of, of humor as as a, as, a, as a vehicle of, of humor is fantastic. Go out, go out for lunch and share a few laughs. I mean, you can even be morose. You can say to someone, life sucks, and the person can say, yeah, life sucks, and you both feel better. You know, so you, you, the, the, the content can be, you know, dire and, and, and negative, but you feel better because you're connecting, in, in, you know, humanly connecting. You know, the, the human connection is, is, a, is a tonic for the soul. Uh, humor is a f- marvelous uh, connector. Uh, any genuine exchange, it doesn't have to be deep. It doesn't have to be innermost secrets. It doesn't have to be philosophical. But any genuine connection will, will I call it the other vitamin C, vitamin connect. And it's, it's, it's powerful, powerfully tonic. The book is Driven to Distraction at Work. The author is Ned Hallowell. It's been great having you on the show today. Thanks so much. I really enjoyed talking to you. You as well. A nice, deep conversation we had. A good example for, for everyone. <laughs> I have two, two final questions for you. One is, who would you like to get a hold of you? And the second one is, how did, would you like them to get a hold of you? I would like anyone who's interested in uh, conversing with me to get a hold of me. And uh, the easiest way to do it is, is email and it's uh, just Dr. Hallowell at gmail.com, D-R, no period, H-A-L-L-O-W-E-L-L, at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go to my website, which is simply drhallowell.com. Terrific. And the book is available everywhere. Yet another bestseller, I'm sure, on the way, uh, Driven to Distraction at Work. Thanks again for being on the show. Thanks so much. Take care. You too. Thanks again. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next week, I hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser, and much less distracted at work. Thanks to Dr. Hallowell. Thanks again, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.